Alrighty, this is the Nerd Files Podcast. I am Dan. I'm Tom. Today we're going to talk about Westworld on HBO. And then we have a review of Miss Perrigan's Tale of Peculiar Children. I don't, how is, what, what is the title? Miss Peregrine's Home for Home, yeah. Home for Peculiar Children. Tim Burton directed movie. And I, I might throw in a little Luke Cage. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Westworld premiered last Sunday. Yep. Uh, Michael Crichton novel. Mo- the movie. The movie. Oh. He wrote and directed the movie. He wrote and directed the movie. Uh, looks like Jonathan Nolan. Yeah, I want to say Bad Robot was involved too. So yeah, J.J. Abrams. Abrams is also credited as producer. Um, and then in front of the camera, yeah, a lot of different people. Ed Harris, Anthony Hopkins, Jeffrey Wright, uh, Evan Rachel Wood, mm-hmm. uh, James Madsen, who plays Cyclops in X-Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one lady, uh, Thaddea Newton. Um, James Marsden, Mar M A R S D E N. Luke Hemsworth. There's a Hemsworth in this, I guess. I didn't see where he was. I don't, was know, he, I don't know. I don't even know who that is. But is that the? Well, that's not the Hunger Games guy. It's it's Chris Hemsworth's brother. But um, he's the third brother. Oh, is he the third brother? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's the third one. Oh, he's not Hunger Games. He's not the discount Hemsworth. He's the... <laughs> he's the discount discount. Yeah, he's the third dude. <laughs> third motherfucker. <laughs> okay, I was looking for discount Hemsworth, so that's why I missed him. I don't... <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I liked it. You weren't as on board as I was. Why? Okay, well, go ahead and say what you thought that you liked. Um, <laughs> I really liked it. I thought it was kind of um, pensive. I thought it was a. Uh, I thought it was slow moving on purpose, and it felt kind of like Blade Runner with the sci-fi mixed with another genre. But instead of doing film noir, they did a western, um, and they, they they really, for me, um, threw in almost like horror movie type things where it's like horrific situations that like these robot people are in, and uh, you know what it kind of reminded me of some of it was um, the hell sequences. From uh, Preacher. Mm-hmm. At the end, near the end, too, because they yeah, saw yeah. how repetitive. Yeah, especially the cycle of the whole thing. Her cycle so I, is. Yeah, so I, I, I really like that. Um, all the performances were great. Um, production values were, of course, excellent. It's HBO. Um, it's not TV. Yeah. Well, HBO just somehow has the best production values, like, ever. Like, they spend so much money on their shows. Uh, but, yeah, um, I want to see, uh, I want to know what Ed Harris is up to. I want to know, uh, 
I want to see more Anthony Hopkins. I thought we were going to see more Anthony Hopkins than we did uh, in this first episode. Um, but yeah, it was good. I really liked it. Okay, so I thought it was okay. I think it's we're still worth watching. I'm, I'm going to continue. I think it can get better. Um, but it, it didn't grab me like a preacher or a Luke Cage. Oh, well, yeah, preacher. It didn't better. bring anything new to the story of Westworld because I've seen the movie. So I didn't really find... I wasn't really creeped out or anything, even with the the newcomer rape by the man in black played by Ed Harris. Uh, well, I would disagree that they didn't add anything new. I thought they went in a completely different direction. The movie Westworld, I would argue, was just Jurassic Park, but an early version. Yeah. The same events happen, and like he treats the robots like the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. The robots don't really have anything going on. You know, behind them, they just go crazy and they kill people. Whereas this one, um, they seem like actual people. You can't tell the difference. And these people can be abused by these rich assholes. Yeah. Murdered every day. And they don't remember it. It's, uh... From, like, the cinematography standpoint it was okay there's some cool shots where Ed Harris scalps that guy on top of the canyon but as far as like a western it didn't it just didn't have any of the the western signature stuff for me and and the the actions was kind of let down I didn't really I mean they bled out a little bit but I didn't I just it just didn't wasn't exciting and well, there was a shooting I didn't think this would be exciting like, why would it be exciting? They're definitely not going for that. <laughs> I thought it would be, like, an epic. This is going to be the next... This is going to be the replacement to Game of Thrones. Well, I mean, I think that this is probably going to be the prestige series that they're betting on. But I think it's different from Game of Thrones, definitely. And that they're more focused on exploring uh, the ideas of artificial intelligence. And, like, how humans and robots would interact and like that sort of thing. I don't think they're going for the same sort of action. Um, maybe in terms of the amount of characters they have, cause they already introduced a lot of characters and it sounds like they're going to bring in more in the next episode. Um, so, I mean, in that regard, it might be game of Thronesy, but I don't think the, until we get to like the robots actually revolting, I don't think it's going to be actiony at all. Mm hmm. It's, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, there's possibilities that there's more to this West world. Like they had all the maps and stuff, which could bring new characters or, or maybe there's not, there's like part of the world that's not fully built yet. Well, yeah. And people visit, people visit and come in on the train every day. So they have yeah, built that guy, Death Stars. That guy was the robot too, though, right? Who? The guy that came to visit Dolores. I don't remember anybody's name. So Cyclops? Yeah. Well, yeah, he was a robot. They're all talking about but that. He's on the train. Yeah, he comes in on the train every day. That's part of his cycle. But everybody else is a real person. That's how they bring in real people. Okay. But, like, if you like on the train, they show um, 
people in like the period costume and they're talking and they're talking about him and they're like that's a robot he doesn't look like a robot he's a human they're like no he's a robot like he's definitely a robot they have a whole conversation in the background about that and like he apparently doesn't hear that somehow but (laughs) i didn't hear it so (laughs) um well, they don't do it the first time, but, like, the second time when he, after he Yeah, the killed, first time I had no idea. Until he got yeah, shot. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Until he got shot by... Thought, uh, yeah, I thought he was a real person, but then, um, after he gets shot by Ed Harris... And then we see his cycle. He's always to pick up the can behind Dolores. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny that, like, the sheriff, like, asked somebody to do it, and then, like, he just says no. And I was like, huh... That's interesting. Like, and then I realized when we found out he's a robot, I was like, "Oh, well, yeah, of course he's supposed to ask a guest. He's not supposed to ask a robot." Yeah. What did you? I mean, what did you think about the the, uh, the father being replaced at the end? Of the, like, you know, this is like near the end of the episode. Yeah, I, I like that aspect of well, it. Yeah, yeah, that was another disturbing aspect. Yeah. Of it, was that- this person in her life is just completely replaced and she doesn't even know. Uh, let's see what I'm trying to think. Yeah, I didn't, I mean, I knew that he was going to essentially have sex with Dolores, uh, Ed Harris's character, but I didn't think of it as a rape scene. I don't know why, but. Dragged away. By uh, maybe I just need to rewatch this because I, I just, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't care. He shot her boyfriend, dragged her away by the hair, yeah. and then looked her in the face. He's and like, said, "You need to try harder." Want... No, he's like, "I want you to struggle. Oh. I don't want you to make this easy. I want you to struggle against me." Yeah. Um, that was like the most rapey thing ever. Yeah, that is. <laughs> <laughs> He probably killed her afterwards, too. Okay. <laughs> so she wouldn't remember? Well, no, she's not going to remember anyway, but, like, he probably just killed her just for shits and giggles. I mean, he killed everybody else. So how... Okay, so... She's always sent back to the lab to be fixed up. For the next day. Yeah. What... Anthony Hopkins, he was the old, he, he ran the show before? Yeah, he was, the, he uh, made the first generation of robots. Yeah. So, like, there's that scene where he's hanging out with one Jeffrey of the other Lee. robots. That that was, oh, like, the yeah. first generation. Well, probably not the first generation, but, like, you know, definitely an older one. Uh, but now, she... Does she want, does she know, does she suspicious at all now? I'm trying to think. She's kind of questioning what it, what is her purpose now, or she does, does she realize that her dad has changed or anything like that? She killed that fly. There's a whole fly arc yeah. in this, too. Well, that was, um, I don't know if they ever said that they, like, couldn't hurt a fly, but they're not supposed to be able to hurt humans. Yeah. And I think they said they're not able to hurt anything. So I think... Or feel. Uh, could they even feel? Yeah. So I think that was, like, you know, supposed to be, like, she's becoming... Uh, she's she's moving away from her programming. Um, 
Although I will say it is possible that Anthony Hopkins put in, because uh, they make a big deal about him putting in the uh, um, other code, for, and they think it's to like make them a little more lifelike, and that's what's causing the problem. It's possible that he did that on purpose uh, to let them be real people, and that that's going to come out at some point. Um, yeah, I think the secrets are going to actually get out to somebody, whether it be a newcomer or... S- I don't know. But I don't, I don't, we don't know what Hedda Harris's motives are. Was he an old employee? I, well, I mean, I don't know. He's looking for something. Yeah. And, like, he's <laughs> scalped a guy and, like, there's a map on it or something. Like, what was that? That was so weird. I guess we should have done a spoiler alert before we started on this, but yeah. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> I got. I, I guess I should rewatch it because I. Or I'll, maybe I'll just go on to the next one on Sunday because I, I I just think it needs to get better. All right. It can. Yeah. It's just the pilot, like you said. I'm more of a movie person. <laughs> but I just feel like it just got started like and then yeah. it, it was over so I was like okay well yeah I mean that's what a pilot is for but like who was your favorite character uh I have two I like the like main girl who Ed Harris attacked um and then Anthony Hopkins of course cause he's my he's my guy yeah I like Dolores as well and I also like Thaddee Newton I think she's gonna have have a bigger role soon she was the kind of the just sitting in the bar giving people shit she didn't have a big part oh oh uh, so she's the one who's like trying to sell the prostitutes yeah I think okay. she's gonna have a bigger role yeah I liked her um I mean Ed Harris they set up pretty well as an antagonist he's I don't always, know what he's, he's gonna always do this but... bad, he's always this guy though yeah that's true well, I mean, he's good at it. Like, whenever he tries something oh, yeah. else, I'm always like, okay, yeah, whatever. Um, you remember um, National Treasure 2? He's the villain of that. <laughs> but they, like, try and give him a redemptive arc, and it just totally falls flat. Which one? That movie, that movie was just kind of stupid. Which though. one, The Rock? Uh, National Treasure 2. Oh, yeah, that was terrible. And then, yeah, he sacrifices himself. Yeah, and I was like, why is this happening right now? God, there were so many things wrong with that movie. (laughs) But that first one, though. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't think they could make a PG action movie, but they kind of did. <laughs> All right, should we move on to Miss Peregrine's Home, or you got anything else on Westworld? Westworld? I mean, I would give it, if I was out of 10, I'd give it a 6. I would have gone 7 or 8, it's, I guess. It's still early. Yeah. You get what? I would have given it a 7 or 8, so I guess 8. 
Alright. Yeah, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. You saw it okay. this week. Yeah. It was number one at the box office. Yeah. Oh, it was? Oh, yeah. That's um, well, good for Tim. I, uh, I was honestly hoping it would be better. Um, which wasn't to say it was bad, but it just wasn't as good as I was expecting. Um, so the things I liked about it is, uh, the kids were really, were really great. The house was awesome. Like, um, Eva Green was great. Uh, Samuel Jackson was great. Um, I really liked how they used the magic, um, so, like, the premise is kind of that um, there's these kids with, like, I mean, I know they're compared to X-Men, but the, they each have a different, like, random ability, but they're not using it for combat the way X-Men do, um, although they do toward the end of the movie, so I guess, I don't know. But uh, they're basically all kept in place by uh, Eva Green's character, Miss Peregrine, and she, like, protects the children by creating a time loop. Uh, that resets every day. So they're in this um, orphanage that was bombed during World War II, and so the loop was created on the day it was bombed. So every day, like, right before it gets bombed, they have to, like, go back in time. And so, like, the, you see the bombs drop and almost hit the house. And then it, like, goes back up into the plane and, like, the day resets. Um so it was very fun. It was very Tim Burton-y. Like, it had that sort of old Tim Burton-y feel. Um, and, like, uh, the monsters looked a little CGI-y, but, like, that, they were still fun. Um, my major problems with it were um, Asha Butterfield. He was awful. <laughs> um, really? I've seen him in other stuff, and he's, like, he's good. Like, I really liked uh, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas uh, when he was younger. Um, but this one, he just, he didn't feel like he belonged there at all. Like, he, like everyone else, um, Tim Burton has this way of, like, directing people where they're in this, like, weird whimsy. Like, they just act a different way than, like, any other director. Um, and everybody else does that except for, like, him. And I guess that was because they were trying to, like, differentiate between the real world and between this magic world. But it just didn't really work. Like, he just felt like... It just seemed like the actor didn't want to be there. Like, <laughs> um, and I, I understand, because they didn't really give him a ton to do. Like, he was just kind of there to ask questions so that they could give exposition. Um... And then the movie opened with a shit ton of exposition. Like, oh my god. It took like a half hour for them to even like go to uh, the houses in like Wales. So like it took them like a half hour to even like decide to go to Wales. Um, so they really could have streamlined before they like go to the house. Because uh, it, was, it was very... It was, al it was almost boring like before they went there. It was just like, oh my god, you guys. Like, just get there already. I don't care about any of this. Um, mm -hmm. So they, they, they spent a lot of scenes, like, before they go there. Um, and they put them in chronological order. And I was just like, all right, you have a lot of scenes with him and his psychiatrist. Um, because his, his grand, he witnesses his grandfather's murder. 
or is there like right after it happens. And, um, so I was just like, well, why don't you have him talking with his therapist? And that's how the movie opens. And then you could cover all of this backstory really quickly and like small flashbacks, like during the therapy sessions. Um, so there was just, I just thought they could have handled it better. And then the writing was very expositional, like throughout the movie. Um, which I understand because it's a kid's movie and they feel like they have to re-explain things a couple times. But it was just like, they explained the time loop thing like three times and I'm just like, all right, like we got the mm -hmm. first time. Like, <laughs> we just saw it. Like, we saw the bomb go back. I think we understand. You don't really need to talk about it. Um, and then there was just some weird plot stuff toward the end that I was just like, huh, I'm not sure that makes sense. Like, even in the world you've created. But yeah. Um, so it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be, but... How was it, it compared to, uh, Dark Tower? The Dark Tower? Or, well, in the Dark Shadows, right? Or... Oh, I like Dark Shadows Sorry, better. Yeah. No one else, no one else... Okay, so Dark you put Shadows. that one up there I pretty high. Well, I mean, what's one that, what's another mediocre Tim Burton that you, in your opinion? Um, I would say this one was better than, um, Charlie and the Chocolate oh, okay. Factory. Okay. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. Um, so it's better th than most of his recent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's had some flops recently, but... I mean, I don't think they were as bad as people make out. So, I mean, but this one was better than those. Um, definitely more original. Um, the characters were pretty well differentiated. Like, that was a problem with the most recent X-Men movie. Um, I thought, for the most part, like, they were really well differentiated you understood what their powers were unless they were saving it because they saved a couple powers until like the end um to tell you what they were and then sometimes it was just kind of a reveal like they had this one kid who's like normal and like you're like oh what's his power for like five minutes and then like they finally show you that he can like um project thing his dreams with his uh he like puts a lens in his eye and he's able to project his dreams onto the wall But yeah, it was a fun movie. Uh, I love uh, Eva Green is like smoking a pipe all the time. Oh, really? And, and like they have they have a couple scenes where she's like smoking a pipe and like carrying around this crossbow. She she <laughs> reminds the way that she looks in the posters and in the trailer. She looks like she could be in uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the uh, graphic novel. Yeah, that's why I would have cast her as Mina. Yeah, yeah. I think she would have been made a really good Mina. Yeah. Um. Not to say that the actress did a good, bad job. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I don't feel like the actors did a bad job in that movie. It was just, like, the movie overall was super cheesy. Yeah. Whereas the comics are a lot darker. Oh, yeah. Um, there's actually a uh, very unexpected rape scene in the second one. Um, and even telling you that, you're not going to guess. I haven't, yeah, I haven't gotten to the second one. <laughs> You'll never guess who the characters involved are. <laughs> They'll just say that. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was fun. I don't know. It gave a lot away in the trailers, I will say. But that's just every movie now, it seems like. Um, but they show scenes from the climax in the trailer. 
Really? So they do that a lot in yeah in movies or trailers. Uh-huh. Well, like they show the like Ray Harryhausen skeletons. That's from the climax. Oh. Yeah, and the like fair that that's the climax of the movie. So I was a little disappointed that when I realized that they had shown that, I was like, oh. But I mean, you know, whatever. That's the marketing campaign. I can't really blame the filmmakers for that. No, they have no control. Mm-hmm. Except that you're J.J. Abrams. Yeah, apparently. I don't know. He just kind of he has his own way. Yeah, I mean, technically. They did show I mean, if Tim there. Burton could throw a fuss, I guess maybe he would... I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think he cares enough Force anymore. Awakens, did they show... They showed... They show uh, the snow scene. They show yeah, a couple quick snow they scenes. They did, yeah. Finn and, but they never show Ray with a lightsaber. Yeah, I'm really glad they didn't do that. And they but, never... No. Uh, they showed a lot at the beginning, though. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we didn't really know what the plot was. Mm. Although, it was kind of a new hope, so I guess we kind of did know what the plot was, we just didn't realize it. <laughs> That's what Mark Hamill meant. Everything's changed, but nothing's changed. <laughs> That's so true. Everything's changed, but nothing's changed. She's like, in the exact same story? That's probably what it, like, like, like if it would have, if it, he probably said at the beginning, it's a new hope, everything's changed, but they just kept the everything's changed, nothing's changed part. They cut out the, it's a new hope. <laughs> it's a new hope. Everything's changed, but nothing's changed. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Probably though, you're right. Well, um, I will say I I mentioned Luke Cage, and I did watch the pilot of Luke Cage. It was it was very good. It, it reminded me. Um, trying to think. It was, it's like straight out of Compton meets the Sopranos a little bit, and then there's like, but not it, it, loosely. It's not. Mm-hmm. There's there's some you know how Netflix is there they. Their TV their Marvel shows are darker than, the Marvel movies. I think. Way darker, yeah. At least Luke Cage is. Oh yeah, well yeah, Daredevil, Daredevil. was too. Jessica Jones was. Um, I, yeah, I haven't watched Jessica Jones yet. I want to do that before Luke Cage. Is it um, true that they're making a Defenders movie instead of a series? Oh, are they really? I heard it was a Netflix movie now. Oh. With Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, like all. What about Punisher? Is Punisher going to be a part of it? Maybe. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he is. Sorry. Because yeah. like Punisher, like I hate to say, it, but Punisher was like my favorite thing about Daredevil. <laughs> Like, Punisher was just awesome. I mean, Daredevil was fun. Like, I really enjoyed both seasons, but Punisher was just awesome, and John Barenthal was great. Yeah, he is... I think he elevated that season from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. I wish they had kept the season more about him, because they kind of oh, veer they off... Don't? Yeah, they kind of veer off into other stuff about, like, halfway through. Um, and he's still in it. Like, I mean, he's in every episode, but they bring in other plots that kind of 
It broke up. Oh. It might be Where the, did I break up the, the weather over here. But... Oh. I paused for a really long time because you weren't responding. So. Really? <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't really a long time, but you know. Was it, did it involve Electra? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, I heard there they was bring a rumor. Electra, and then they bring in like all of this. Um, they like have this like uh, Japanese like cult um, that comes in. I mean that was cool, but I kind of got tired of Daredevil fighting ninjas um, because that took up like a lot of the second half. Um, whereas Daredevil vs. Punisher, which was like basically the first half of the season, was super intense. Holy shit. Um, so I really, I like that more than the second half. Okay. Good to know. I'll have to finish that out. Yeah. Well, I think that'll do it. I don't really have, I can't think of anything else that I've watched. Yeah. Um... There's some news, but we can get that later. Did we talk about Catastrophe Season 2 on a podcast? No, we haven't. You want to? Sure. All um, right. I, I didn't think it was as good uh, or as funny, but it was just there was a weird time jump. Actually, I, I should probably revisit that one because I don't think I finished it like, in the room. I think I was... <laughs> Walking around and shit, or busy. Oh, wow. So, maybe we should wait. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I liked it, so... Yeah, I know. That's why I'm thinking I probably would like it if I had stayed in the room. <laughs> or right. not been walking around. Like, well, this is what happened. My mom was watching it with me. She had just finished season one, so she let it go, like, through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was, like, doing something else and coming back and... So I was out of the plot. Yeah. It's like, oh, they got two kids now? I know, that was a surprise. But we can talk about that one. I like those. I like Rob Delaney right. and the, the, that girl. She's real, they're, they're good chemistry. Yeah, they're great. It makes you wonder if they're actually married, but I don't think they are. I don't think they are either. But, but I know like, they, they write together. Yeah. So I gotta do transparent still. Me too. Um, I mean, I don't know what I'm gonna do after that, or if I'm gonna even do that right now. Probably, but I'm in a bit of a show hole because Daredevil I finished. So, so we're gonna have to fill my show hole. You could go right into uh, Luke Cage. That's true. Well, I'm gonna do Jessica Jones. Yeah, before true. I could do that, but I feel like I'm just like, do I want to start another Marvel show like right now? I don't know. Did go to Transparent. Go to. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think I want to do something else in between. Shorter. Yeah. Very true. Go to Flash. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna do Flash. I'm sorry, man. I can't waste my time. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. It's not for everyone. Sorry, there's just too many good shows to watch. 
I don't. I'm not into it. So. No, that's cool, man. No big deal. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the Nerd Files. Uh, hopefully, it wasn't too strange for you. But I'm Dan. I just ramble. We just went through a bunch of random topics, so whatever. Yeah, whatever. You know, it's it's a podcast. <laughs> I'm Dan. I'm Tom. Peace out. Peace out. Girl Scout. No, peace, just peace out. No. <laughs> <laughs>